comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Half hour wasted. Random audio files. Episode 5. The following recording is from the Morningwood Homeowners Association, recorded on March 21st at 2.46 p.m. The HOA's public address system had been damaged the night before, and chairperson Xavier Onassis decided to bring his own bullhorn. Hello. First, I am sorry I left the bullhorn on the bus. Hello. First, I am sorry I left the bullhorn on the bus. I appreciate all of you helping. I appreciate all of you helping. Now, uh, let's get down to business. Now, let's get down to business. Okay, let me check my notes. Shuffle papers. Okay, let me check my notes. A Juan Guadalajara, I think, wanted to review our policy on lawn ornaments. A Juan Guadalajara, I think, wanted to review our policy on lawn ornaments. Yes. Yes. The HOA Charter, Section 7, Paragraph D of Section 19T, states... The HOA Charter, Section 7, Paragraph D of the Section 19T, states... No lawn ornament should draw attention to itself, but dehance... Sorry. Enhance the beauty of the owner's lawn. No lawn ornament should draw attention to itself, but enhance, sorry, enhance the beauty of the owner's lawn. Ouch! Son of a... Draw item. Ouch! Son of a bleep. Oh, 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 yeah. Following interviews were conducted on Sunday the 12th of October at the Irving, Texas Convention Center where the Star Wars Fan Days Convention was being held. So I'm outside of the Irving Convention Center and I just bumped into the two people here. Hi, who we got? I'm Jenna. I'm Jacob. Hey guys, how are you? Okay, so um, so tell me about, uh, you know, I'm sure you're a Star Wars fan. Tell me, how did you guys get into Star Wars? Is it something you grew up with or... Uh, yeah, yeah, I grew up um, just watching the movies um, on video. Like, I was a little bit too young to catch them in the theaters. But, um, but yeah, I used to, I just, I guess, start watching them from <laughs> as far back as I can remember. VHS? Yeah, yeah, VHS. <laughs> and how about you? I grew up watching him watching the movies. <laughs> well, how about playing with toys and stuff like that? Did you guys have, uh, did you guys play with, the, did you have favorite action figures or things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had all the, the Kenner uh, figures, and then I collect all the, the uh, Hasbro stuff as well so yeah it's just been kind of a ongoing <laughs> my whole life kind of thing and you guys are brother sister right yes uh so how about you what toys did you play did you play with any particular star wars toys or were you all girl and barbie and stuff i was mostly girl and barbie but i stole some of the tauntauns and some of the little jawas <laughs> and there's a little monkey from 
What was it? Oh, salacious chrome. Oh, salacious yeah, the little monkey that I lost. So. Did that cause drama when you lost it? Yes. <laughs> he never forgave me. So. You lost my salacious crumb. Oh. Hey, so the new Blu-ray just came out. Um, what you did you buy it? Uh, no, I have not. Um, I I mean it's just money, like, <laughs> and I don't I don't have a Blu-ray player, so. Oh, that has a lot to do with it. Uh, I can tell you, I did get it. Uh, I have yet to watch the movies, but the special features seem to be fun. I don't know if it's worth eighty bucks, but yeah, yeah. but uh, it it is kind of cool. Maybe during Christmas time, the price might drop a little bit. But uh, I I swore I wasn't going to get it. But, you know, people were talking about the special features, and I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So, what are you looking forward to here? Uh, really, we're just going to, I think the, the dealer room is the, the big draw today, because we're pretty late yeah, today. Yeah. So. Did you come yesterday? No, I had to work yesterday. Usually, I, I, I come to all these, um, but yesterday, I, I ended up having to work, so. Okay. And and how about you? Um, I'm mostly dealer room. I want to find anything Doctor Who related to oh, me. Oh, so you're a Doctor Who girl. Okay. Yeah, I am. He's not. Uh, okay. But. Well, guys, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Bye. Thank oh, you. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> hey, my name's Frank, and what's your name? My name is Justin. And how about you? Ashley. Ashley, are you happy to be here? I actually am. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're standing in front of the uh, uh, DeLorean here, but, uh, but I'm sorry, what's your name again? Justin. Justin. So what brings you here? It's Star Wars days, of Star course. Wars. But. Star Wars. I came here for Comic-Con, and uh, then I found out there was a Star Wars-specific event going on right. in October, so that's why I'm here. Okay, great. Uh, now, I haven't gone in. What's the turnout like in there? Um, it's actually not as crowded as Comic-Con was back in May, but uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of people dressed up, a lot of costumes, a few, uh, few celebrities and stuff. Cool. I was actually here for the Comic-Con one, and that one was crazy. That's why I'm so surprised there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of activity going on out here. Probably the weather has probably got some people away because, uh, I mean, obviously the parking's limited and you know, the weather probably did keep people away. So what are you looking for here today? I'm just here to see see what's here. I, I'm kind of new to these conventions. Comic-Con was my first convention. And oh, so, wow. Okay. So I'd never been to one before, and I was like, I didn't know these existed. And it was <laughs> very exciting. And I was actually planning on putting a costume together for this, but uh, I didn't end up getting it done this time. But next time, I'll be in costume. Well, I can tell you, these are not the norm. There's usually a lot more people here, and there's a lot more activity. But I think you're right about the weather. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, Comic-Con, it was just crazy crowded. Mm-hmm. And so I ex- expected this to be like this, but I don't know what yesterday was like either because they were doing this yesterday also. It is a Sunday. So yeah. so what What was your exposure to Star Wars? Like, what's the first movie you remember seeing? The first movie I remember seeing was um, I, I watched uh, episode uh, four, you know, A New Hope, on uh, TNT back when I was like, I think I was six or seven maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd never even heard, I'd heard of it, but I'd never watched it before. And I was sick one Sunday, and I just ended up watching it on TV, and just like, <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome! And before, before I knew it, I had all the trilogy, the whole trilogy, and I, then when the special edition came out, I was just in time for that to see it all in theaters again. And then the prequels came out, and I've just been obsessed ever since. Wow. Okay. So, do you read the comic books and watch the Clone Wars? I don't and really stuff? read the comic books. I have watched the Clone Wars a little bit, um, but uh, being older now, I don't really have time to watch as much TV as I used to. <laughs> Well, uh, how about, you know, the Blu-rays just recently came out. Did you get them? Not yet. Not yet. I'm hoping Christmas. Christmas, please. For a present, I'm well aware. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, you know, they came out, and they're there, and, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. But he's been hinting. <laughs> hinting every day. That's what I want for my presents. Uh, very, that doesn't even sound like a hint. That's just a novel. <laughs> yeah, telling me, I guess. Not hinting. I'm very excited about Bottom Day. You know, they have a lot of deleted scenes from the original yeah. trilogy that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to see those. I knew they existed. I just never yeah. saw them before. <laughs> So I'm very excited about the, about the Blu-rays. All right. Well, great. Well, guys, I want to thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Please enjoy the rest of the show. And take care. Bye. What is the name of your podcast?
Too full. He's a good boy. Hey, Hanky. Hey, boy. Hey. Oh, come here, boy. That's a good boy. Good boy. Come here. Hey, sit. Sit. There you go. Good boy. Don't dig. Sick of you digging.
You guys hungry? Chew with your mouth closed. Hank. Go get in your kennel, boy. Go on. You been digging? I don't see any dirt on your paws. That's a good boy. Okay, I'll see you in a little while. You just relax.
Good boy. Who's hungry? You hungry? You hungry? Come here. out for a little bit. Welcome, faithful listeners, to what I expect will be the third segment of this Random Audio Files episode. Um, I generally expect it to be the third episode. Eh, it pretty much gives you guys a chance to, uh, you know, hit the stop button before you get to my part. So, uh, yeah, I know where I send the totem pole. I'm going to do something a little bit different, though. Now, this is something I've been looking towards possibly doing for months now. I've had this little thing in my brain. I think a lot of it uh, is where episode 234 came from, uh, the uh, the music episode that uh, Brad and I so famously did. It's easy to say that you've got your top five albums, your top five songs, your top five artists, this and that. Um, uh, it's hard to make a list, but it's kind of easy to uh, to put something like that out. It's it's very trite. Uh, pick up any Rolling Stone. In fact, I think the Rolling Stone just put out their worst songs of the '80s uh, a couple weeks ago. If you haven't uh, checked it out, uh, the list is fairly obvious, 
And if you're a big fan of Taco, I'm sorry, he's on there. Uh, if you're a big fan of Falco, I'm sorry, he's on there. And if you're a big fan of Wham, I'm sorry, they're on there. Uh, there's some good stuff, too, though, uh, depending on what you think of 80s music. Anyway, that was a bit of an aside, but hey, you know, I've got time to kill. So my concept is to come at you guys with what could possibly be a series of these. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to see what happens. If people hate it, if I hear crickets chirping, eh, maybe I'll forget this little dream of mine. Uh, if it turns out to be gangbusters, uh, if anybody, again, even notices that this segment uh, was produced, then, um, you know, hey, let me know. And uh, maybe I'll uh, dial up some other genres. Um, what I'm looking at doing for you guys today is a little bit of music that is kind of on the punky side. And when I say the punky side, I'm not talking about Circle Jerks or Black Flag or the Sex Pistols or Minor Threat or any of those guys. Uh, what I'm talking about is stuff that is punky in nature. So we are going to roll through some bands, and uh, there's a slight chance that if you listen to this, uh, it might possibly make you a little bit cooler with your friends than you already are, uh, which is most likely considerable if you listen to this show. So... Here comes the disclaimer portion of the segment. I am going to do full songs. The point of me doing this is to shine a bit of a light on these groups that I think may be slightly obscure, um, possibly an obscure album, or uh, something that I think needs more love from the people out there. So here is me giving some love to it, hoping that you get some love from it, and that maybe you go out and uh, buy every single one of the albums that uh, these songs are contained on. So I will try to include some liner notes, uh, places where you can go to find this music that I'm playing for you. And uh, all I want you to do is to go, wow, that's pretty awesome, and I need to have it, and thereby the, uh, the bands get a little bit more money, and hopefully everybody wins. Uh, I'm certainly not looking to make a penny off of this enterprise. Uh, my only objective is to spread some joy and some love. So what do you say? Do you guys feel like getting a little bit punky with me? And please, no Soleil Moon Fry jokes. This is supposed to be a friendly thing. All right, so the music you enjoyed during the intro was a track from the great band Girls Against Boys. And I find it ironic and smart and a little bit amusing that uh, their acronym is GVSB. Yeah, you figure it out. Uh, this was a group that was started by uh, Fugazi's drummer, Brendan Canty, with a uh, fellow named Eli Janney, who is one of the main members of the band uh, to this day. Now, I really appreciate the very dissonant take that they have on uh, pretty much their entire catalog. Uh, what you're listening to, uh, going to be listening to here, is um, two tracks, the intro and what I'm getting ready to play for you now, off of their first album, Tropic of Scorpio. They don't have a lot of use for traditional melody. Uh, they use two bass guitars, which I find interesting. The reason I picked this one song is because the title of it is Matching Wits with Flaming Frank on Half Hour Wasted.
now wasn't that fun. Frank, that was for you. With love. And I know it's a little early in the show, but I'm going to have to pull an ad lib here. I had this thing carefully plotted out, but since I started doing this this evening, and this will date the date of this taping, the Texas Rangers have become American League champions heading to the World Series to face the Cardinals, the Brewers, who knows, who cares. All I know is our boys are out there on the field in Arlington spraying ginger ale all over one another, and it must be great, unless you're a Yankee fan or a Red Sox fan or a Tigers fan or an Angels fan, or a Rays fan. I could go on and on. The point of all this, you guys are watching the best dang team in the league go to the World Series, and there's nothing you can do about it, and it may be a long time before any of you other punks get to rise up and challenge the mighty Rangers. In the Rangers' honor, a special song I hadn't originally planned on. It couldn't fit much better. This song is by Henry Rollins. This is the Rollins Band. This is off the album Wait. And Henry Rollins, he is one of the godfathers of punk, being the most visible lead singer ever of Black Flag. So there's the tie-in. Here's the tune. Go Rangers. Take him in the World Series. If I listened to everything that they said to me, I wouldn't be here. And if I took the time to believe While the tiny little arrow shot my way I would be here The ones who don't do anything Are always the ones who try to put you down And you could spend your entire life Walking around in the nowhere land of self-doubt You start to doubt yourself The real world will eat you alive It's time, it's time It's time to align your body with your mind It's hero time It's time, it's time It's time to align your body with your mind It's hero time Start to doubt yourself The real world will eat you alive And you know it's true I'm talking to you Your time is now, it's your own time Yeah, your own time 
That does feel good, but in the words of Austin Powers, I'm spent, baby. Well, let's get back to the official punk, shall we? Next on the list, one of my adolescent favorites, the Bad Brains. Yet another band from Washington, D.C. That's odd. They are considered a hardcore punk band, though they would also be considered a reggae band, uh, also fusing elements of funk, heavy metal, hip-hop, and soul. And they're followers of the Rastafari movement, so, uh, you know, they know how to party. They were originally formed under a jazz fusion ensemble under the name Mind Power, but they ended up uh, deciding that they liked hardcore guitar riffs better, so that's what's getting ready to happen here. Enjoy, and I think we're going to jump to a little bit of Fishbone next.
punk doesn't have to be all screaming guitars and double bass kicks it can be an ethos a state of mind it can be impish it can be fun it can have major chord changes in it it can make you not want to listen to a judas priest record backwards on half hour wasted
So punky music can be fun to listen to, not just fast and loud and angry. It can also be subversive and, well, not necessarily subtle, but... Yeah. 
say you know what i think we've had enough fun for one day i had a couple other tunes ready to roll but uh you know i think this is already longer than a normal show and so we'll just go ahead and call it good so the bands that we were looking at today were uh, in order girls against boys that first track was off the album tropic of scorpio the second song was the great henry rollins fronting the rollins band the album was named wait that was the title cut of the album. The third song was by Bad Brains off the album Live, produced in 1988. Next was a Little Fishbone off the seminal album Truth or Soul. Then The Greatness of Devo with New Traditionalists and Jerking Back and Forth. And to finish up, Beautiful World. Because isn't it tonight, after we've seen the Rangers go to the World Series... 
Second to last was The Breeders. That is a uh, side project of Kim Deal, bass for the Pixies. Her and her twin sister Kelly uh, front the band The Breeders. Uh, this was an EP uh, named Safari. And that was, again, the title track off of the EP Safari. Uh, finally, you had Oingo Boingo, Perfect System, off the album Only a Lad. And uh, that album has got a great cover, by the way. Uh, liner notes that I'm going to give Brad will have exact links to where you can purchase each of these bits of music. Please go do that. Most of these uh, guys have their own websites. Uh, go look them up on MySpace. Uh, OingoBoingo.org um, has a very good sounding music player. You can listen to, I think, just about every song that they've ever put out. So go check them out. Basically, go check out all these bands. Um, this, to me, is just music to make you kind of dizzy and crazy, but it's music for fun. So um, hope you had fun with it, and uh, we'll see you back for uh, what's next, episode 246. Am um, I getting ahead of myself? Whatever. All right. Hey, uh, good night, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, thanks for riding with me. Let's go.